1: And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Oh! Well, let's go. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday. Big J, it's the first day of December 2022. Amazing. The final month of the year, Big J. How was November for you? We always ask for a letter grade. Let's do it again.
0: Uh, oh Boy, I, I, I'm going to go uh, B minus. All right. More good than bad. That's always nice. Yeah.
1: Listen, if you can teeter that particular scale on the side of good rather than evil, then you're doing all right, my friend. Yeah, how about you then? Uh, I'm going to say my November was a solid C minus. Yeah. Working okay. on it getting better. I I was happy with some things, other things not so much, and uh, I realized that I made some uh, disastrous mistakes that we may get into today at some point. Oh, God. Not that big of a deal, but... You just uh, said disaster. I know, but maybe I'm being a little bit... On the uh, dramatic side It's not like catastrophic or anything like that It's just one of those deals where I've done something in my life that I had never done before Up to this oh. point And uh, and then I realized What an awful mistake it was More so for my bank account than anything oh, else Oh jeez Yeah but it's not that big of a deal I mean again it's just, this is just me yeah, I, I won't even spoil it anymore So what what oh, I've man. done was uh, I think I've told you and I've even bragged about the fact that I am finished with my Christmas shopping, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're like, I'm done, I this was is like done, three weeks
1: ago. I was done in early November, I was so proud of myself, and then what I have realized is that when I finish my Christmas shopping early, I think I'm finished, all that means is I end up buying more stuff than I need. You know what I mean? Like, So I, oh, yeah. as, as the deals have come, I have ended up spending more money because I was like, well, this is too good of a deal to pass up for cash or for Jackson yeah. or whatever. I may not see this again. And so I end up like buying a ridiculous amount of things that they don't need and I probably shouldn't be because I can't pass up the deals. So I'm thinking to myself, you idiot. You, you spent all this money beforehand. Now you're spending even more as you go forward because – these are quote-unquote deals you can't pass up so it's not fiscally responsible for me nor did i actually finish my christmas shopping if i'm continuing to do it you understand right so this is more of a me problem than it is anything else but like i had a budget and i far exceeded that budget for what i wanted to spend for the holidays because of these particular moves so this is a this is something that i was proud of and now i'm ashamed of and i don't think i'll do it again I'll just wait and procrastinate like I'm really, really good at. Yeah. And wait until the last minute and then knock it out of the park. And then I know I'll at least stay on budget. Uh, I think the kids will be happy with all the stuff they end up with, but this was not my plan going into December. I was supposed to be, like, washing my hands of it, but that's not the case. Today on the show, we will give you a chance to qualify for the Axes of Xmas. That's coming up pretty damn quick with the Christmas movie catastrophe. We also have a chance for you to get qualified for that UTV this morning. we got Bill Burr tickets we're giving away, Mountain West Championship tickets that we're giving away for Saturday afternoon at Albertson Stadium. Big J has a nerd alert for you. It should be a fun Thursday show. We start with some sublime. This is Santeria on the x Rocks.
0: the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: I got to be honest, when I was driving down the freeway at night for some reason, I don't even remember what it was a couple weeks ago, but I had noticed the Top Golf lights were on, and I was like, wow, man, that is really bright as you are facing the lights that are coming yeah, out yeah. towards the actual freeway. And I was like, man, that's really almost like distractingly bright. And that honestly was the last I thought about it. Turns out, Big J, I'm not the only one. Boise Dev had a really good story yesterday about how Top Golf and Meridian just opened up their doors, but already they're dealing with a ridiculous amount of complaints because of those blights being way too bright on the freeways facing other directions. Now, these are are particular drivers that have say it's distracting and dangerous traveling on westbound I-84. The city of Meridian actually posted a photo kind of welcoming the new facility this week, and then everybody poured in the comments going, Hey, how about we turn down those lights a little bit, cranking them up? It's not good. It's a major safety issue. Probably needs to be dealt with immediately. So. According to the Top Golf representatives, the lights were carefully planned, and following complaints, the lighting has been adjusted, so if you are traveling westbound on I-84 at night, you should notice a difference between the brightness involved in it. Part of it, I think, is the direction of the actual driving range yeah. itself. I mean, it really is pointed right towards one part of the freeway, and those are pretty powerful lights, because people like to go there at night and have a good time, and that's the way it's going to be, but... They probably didn't think about that too much uh, when they tried to put this all together because that is, I thought, I mean, that really was the first thing that popped in my head as I was driving. I was like, man, those are
0: bright. I I, right. I,
1: can't stop like thinking about it. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I saw the complaints too. But you think that would be something that they would have dealt with in the past? But I don't know how many top goals are right next to a freeway.
1: Almost. Well, again, I haven't been to whole, all of them, but the ones that I have are far off the freeway. Yeah. Uh, not exactly at a main thoroughfare kind of a thing, and so uh, that's one of the issues. I, I think for sure they're dealing with it. Big Jay, three NBA stars are expected to return in the next week. If you believe Yahoo Sports, James Harden should return to the 76ers lineup by December 9th. He's been out with a strained tendon for 12 games. Damian Lillard is said to be working towards a return in the December 4th game against the Pacers for Portland after missing a calf in- injury. And then Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee Bucks is hoping that maybe, just maybe, he'll be able to play in tomorrow's game. He suffered a torn wrist ligament in last season's Eastern Conference playoffs, so it's been a long time since Chris has hit the court and hopefully that'll happen so some star power returning to the nba over the next week the Yankees have offered Aaron Judge an eight-year deal worth about $300 million, according to ESPN. Uh, it might be even bigger when uh, the Giants and Dodgers roll in. They're expected to compete for Aaron Judge's services. But, of course, Yankees have first right of refusal, as it were. I'm guessing Aaron will probably turn that down and look for either a better deal from the Yankees or more money elsewhere. Because he can pretty much write his own check at this point. Yeah, And he's going to make some very big money doing so. That's going to do it for Kyle Pitts. The Falcons star tight end uh, had knee surgery yesterday. He's been ruled out for the rest of the season. So if you have him on your fantasy team, you've probably been disappointed yeah, already. Yeah, I think
0: he was ruled out at the beginning of the season. <laughs> they refused
1: to get him the ball. I think he has like two touchdowns and not a very good season for Kyle Pitts. But then again, uh, the Atlanta Falcons aren't exactly throwing the ball all over the place. So I believe that's more of a response to their quarterback than anything else. Not that it's a reflection of Marcus Mariota, but what I'm saying is he's much better running the ball than he is throwing the ball. Robert De Niro is going to back to Netflix for a limited series called Zero Day. The casino actor will play a former president of the United States. It's going to be a political thriller, they say, uh, and it will be a limited series. And this will be the first time he returns to Netflix since The Irishman, Big J, a movie that I don't believe you still watched, right? No. Because uh, you don't like Martin Scorsese films? Yep. And so they're not cinema to me. Uh, they will uh, they will have their uh, their work cut out for them with Zero Day because I'm not sure. If I Wonder really- how
0: long that. One's gonna be
1: Uh, this limited series. No, it's a series, yes, Uh, it is. It's a television series. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important (laughs) stuff. ...for the Axes of Xmas on 100.3 The X Rocks. We need a contestant on the horn right now at 208-287-1003 to play our Christmas movie catastrophe to hopefully get you qualified for the Axes of Xmas. Tomorrow, Adam is going to draw a grand prize winner for the week. That person is going to be able to select what autographed guitar they want underneath their own Christmas tree this year, which is pretty nice. You can see a selection of all the guitars on the X's Facebook page if you'd like to go through that and see every single one, but there's a lot to choose from. The way this game works is, Big J's is going to read you the title and description of a holiday movie could be a real one that's available for you to stream and watch and enjoy with your entire family on a streaming network, or it could be completely fabricated and made up and is not real in any way, shape, or form. It is up to you to decide the ultimate game of true and false to get yourself qualified for the 12 guitars of Xmas. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello, good morning, guys. Good morning. Hi, who's this? Here's that. All right, we are going to give you the description and title of a Christmas movie that could be real or could be fake, and you got to tell us if it is
0: an actual movie or a fake one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Here's the title, Christmas Meal Disaster. A family is looking to spend Christmas together until they realize their mom has fallen off the wagon and is too inebriated to prepare the holiday meal, starring Helen Hunt. Is that a real Christmas movie or one that we just
1: made up? I'm gonna say that it's uh, real. Is it a real Christmas movie, Big J? No, it's fake. It is not a real Christmas movie. Unfortunately, Helen Hunt didn't play a woman that was too drunk to cook dinner, but probably should have. Uh you certainly have more chances to qualify. Apologies that it didn't happen this time around. But there are plenty more chances uh, happening not only today, but tomorrow for this week as well. Jason, Drew, and Adam will have your next chance at 11.30 and 4.30 today. And then again around this time and those times tomorrow as well. So uh, fret not. Sometimes uh, these things are a little bit difficult to hear. And you're right. When you hear a description like that, you're like, I'm sure at some point somebody's made a, a Christmas movie about a drunk mom. But it was not called Christmas Meal Disaster, unfortunately. Although that does sound like a Food Network movie, agree or disagree, Big (laughs) J. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We've got your Nerd Alert from Big J coming up next on The X Rocks. The best in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks.
0: Hey, the studio behind the beloved tactical first-person shooter Squad is creating a new game based on Starship Troopers. Off World Industries and Sony Pictures Consumer Products announced Monday that Starship Troopers Extermination, a 12-player squad-based shooter that pits troopers against swarms of giant bugs, is headed to Windows PC in 2023, where it will launch in Steam's early access program. Starship Troopers Extermination announcements is timed to the original film's 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Paul Verov and science uh, science fiction and satire hit movie theaters on November 7, 1997. uh, Extermination appears to lean heavy on the guns and guts action of Starship Troopers fiction with players taking on the role of a soldier in the deep space vanguard on a mission to squash bugs on the alien planet Velasca do you want to know more
1: the service guarantee
0: citizenship. Yes. That's wonderful.
1: That's all I need to know. Uh,
0: hopefully, uh, they'll uh, tie in some uh, some of the voices of those old. That old <laughs> Michael Ironsides is still around. Casper Van Diem is for He's sure. He's still making
1: those movies, for God's sake. <laughs>
0: yeah. It is a classic, man. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, but uh, there you go. Now, Nick, if, if let's say, you know, I know you don't watch award shows anymore, but if you did. Uh, w- w- would it be the incentive for you to watch if they were to give you stuff like you would win free stuff? No, no? I don't okay. think so. Well, uh, somebody is trying that out here and uh, there are a lot of streaming choices for this year's upcoming Game Awards but Valve is making its Steam TV coverage more exciting than most by giving away a ton of Steam Deck consoles. The video game developer and distributor has announced that it's giving away one 512 gigabyte Steam Deck every minute during the live airing of the award show December 8th. So to be eligible, now you'll have to be watching the event on Steam TV, which starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, and you'll have to register on the giveaway's official page beforehand to enter the drawing. Now, one factor that could potentially prevent you from joining the draw is you must have made a Steam purchase between November 14th of 2021 and November 14th of 2022 to verify your uh, country and prove that your account is not limited and is in good standing. Valve will draw a random name from the pool of registrants Every minute during the event and we'll be announcing winners in chat as each drawing takes place. I think that's pretty cool.
1: But you've had to have already have made a purchase in order to qualify.
0: Yeah, cause, Well, because they want people who, sure. who engage with the platform. It makes total sense. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying if you're new to it, you can't log on now yeah. and take advantage.
0: Uh, I do believe I've made a purchase or two in that Whoa. time. I hope I have to go look, but right. uh, I'll, I'll be busy. I'll be at Bill Burr so I can't watch the awards anyways. Uh, and uh, this is uh, one of those things that uh, you know I talked about uh, probably Probably the last couple years, but Google uh, announced uh, the other day that it's beginning to process refunds for Stadia hardware bought under the Google Store. Now, the company announced in September that its cloud gaming service was joining the long list of projects buried in the Google graveyard. Nick, Google's refunding purchases for the Stadia controller and bundles that included a Chromecast Ultra with Wi-Fi connected gamepad, and earlier in the month, they began uh, reimbursing users for Stadia game purchases, ensuring most Most users recoup the money that they've sunk into the service. However, Google isn't refunding subscription fees for Stadia Pro um, or Stadia hardware bought from Best Buy. So uh, that, unfortunately, if you got your Google Stadia stuff there, you're no luck in doing that. The company says it will process refunds automatically. It expects most of them to be complete by the time cloud gaming service shuts down on January 18th. So if the company can't refund your original form of payment automatically, it will email you through the Google account you use for the purchases. Now, Google Stadia... Was their answer to uh, you know Xbox Game Pass and PS Plus and trying to bring AAA gaming to computer browsers, and uh, it was uh, a big failure. Most because they just didn't, they just couldn't get the licensing for all the games to use because you know it's a, it's a tough thing to have. Did you ever dip your toe in that? No, I tried early on, but they wouldn't give me a free account. So I said, hey, pff, I'm a reporter, pal.
1: Oh, you tried to, like, log in, like, media style?
0: and Yeah, yeah. No? And, you know, and they, it's not
1: something you want to pay for? Uh,
0: no, yeah. I was like, I already have Xbox Game uh, Pass, so I don't know why I would need to do this. But um, it, I thought it would be a cool thing for people to be able to play those really great games without having to have a huge console or a computer with, you know, a, an amazing graphics card, that sort of thing. It just didn't work out. For, and this is the thing. And that's why if you're going to get into the Google business and buy their stuff, always buy from Google because they'll refund it when they cancel. The service. Yeah, it's the one danger about these services is that sometimes they're really cool, but they can go away if there's not enough interest from everybody else.
1: Well, and uh, Google, one of the few companies that when they do go away does refund them. Usually, you're just SOL. You know, when a company just goes belly up, it's just one of those things where it's like, sorry, you suck, and we suck, and we're done. But uh, now at least you're going to get some money back if you uh, did those particular things. That's your nerd alert, Big J. Yep, that's the nerd alert. after with Nick and Big J. Big J it is flu season and so far it has been a bitch not just for people our age Big J mostly for kids believe it or not sick kids are surging uh there's a ton of flu cases this year in the school system plus uh we are going through our annual uh COVID-19 spike as well and uh, basically there's a lot of respiratory uh, viruses that are out there and the an unusually long cold season. Basically what's happened is it has taken a huge impact on our children over the last two months. Uh, and that means that more and more parents are missing work as well because they got to take care of their sick kids. The Bureau of Labor Statistics say that over 100,000 Americans had to miss work in October and November to comfort their sick youngers as labor shortages within child care facilities happen alongside the rise in illness. They're sending sick kids home quicker and faster because they don't want it to be a whole issue with the entire daycare or school. And so health care providers are struggling. Parents are struggling. Everybody's struggling. And I had this happen. I I, I, we, I, don't know if it was the flu, but poor Cash was sick for like three straight weeks. It was yeah, awful. He uh, took like 900 COVID tests. None of them were positive, but Dude had a cough and was a snot machine for three weeks. Work was missed because of it. It was brutal. So to those that are dealing with it, and he didn't go to school either when he was sick. So those that are dealing with it, I feel for you for sure. Of course, health care providers are urging parents to keep their children up to date with flu shots and COVID boosters to help cutting down on the illnesses to keep parents in the workforce and your kids safe as well. Uh, But sometimes, you know, especially if they're going to school, not everybody's on the same page with all that stuff. And so that's how this stuff spreads and gets like super bad for the kids. So if you have been dealing with a sick youngster, I feel for you. I understand. I'm sorry. Take care of them the best that you can and know that you're not the only one missing work because of it. Well, Big J, uh, it is a pretty interesting state of affairs if you're Aaron Donald because he is doing something he's never done in his NFL career, and that is miss a game. He will not play against the Seattle Seahawks because he's got a high ankle sprain. Now, of course, this team has been reeling from injuries. They are 3-8, and eight, the defending Super Bowl champions, probably not going to repeat this year. And uh, most importantly, this is the first time in his career Aaron Donald has ever missed a game. So, you know, he must be hurting if he can't go out there and perform. But it has been a bit of a rough season for the Rams, agree or disagree.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's ugly.
1: Argentina beat Poland 2 to nothing in its latest move to making it to the World Cup's knockout stages for the 13th time in 14 years. Uh, Poland will also advance in Group C because Mexico couldn't beat Saudi Arabia by enough goals. So uh, Australia pulled off a 1-0 win over Denmark to advance to the knockout stage. So round of 16 almost all fit up at over that the World Cup in Qatar. And of course, now we know that uh, Mr. Kyle Pitts is out for the year as well. He underwent knee surgery. He's not going to be suiting up for the Falcons the rest of this season. You're a Reese Witherspoon fan, Big J, aren't
0: you? Sure. Would you uh, like to see her play Judge Judy in a (laughs) biopic? I can't picture that, but uh, I think it'd be funny, man.
1: Uh, and this only came up not because anything's in the works, but Judge Judy was doing some press for her uh, series that's on IMDb, IMDb TV. And she said that if there was ever a movie made about her life, she would like uh, Reese Witherspoon to play her in the film, Aww, which how quaint. is very uh, kind to Judge Judy. Uh, and uh, And Reese Witherspoon said she's obsessed with Judge Judy, so she might be down for it. Apparently, the two have had lunch together a couple times over the years, so they're friends. There's something I never would have guessed either. Like Reese Witherspoon and Judge Judy just hanging out, like sharing like, uh, like a couple of mod sticks over at some bar somewhere. I <laughs> yeah. don't see it, but I'm glad that they're friends. And also, I feel like that's an unfair answer then from Judge Judy. Like you can't pick your friend to star as you Maybe in Maybe that's
0: why she they became friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Reese wants you her to plug in jobs for her. Why not? I suppose. Could be possible. Morning after with Nikki Big J there's your important stuff <laughs> at a star set and breaking Benjamin waiting on the sky to change here on the morning after with Nick and Big J and you're probably waiting for your chance to qualify for that brand new UTV that we're giving away it's a CF moto side-by-side courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports Volkswagen of Boise also dipping their toe into the fun and now is the time to get somebody qualified at least we hope if you want to be caller X right now at 208-287-1003 now would be a fantastic time to call in and play a game called UTV Lots of words in the English language only a couple that begin with the letters UT and V I'm gonna give you some clues about a particular word you have to tell me and Big J what word that is and if you're correct you're officially qualified for that beautiful
0: now, UTV we forgot to do the test run here that's right so Big J is flying blind
1: into this particular contest as well we'll see how he does hello the X just let me know when you just say get it when you got it alright okay hello the X
0: Hey, got it. Am I X? Well, yeah, uh, you are X. Congratulations, Please. man. What's your name? Uh, Patrick.
1: All right, Patrick. I've got three clues about a word that begins with either a U, a T, or a V, and you got to figure out what it is. Are you ready? Yeah. Clue one: Depending on the spelling, this word can also mean a story. Uh, next clue. Jason Alexander's character in Shallow Hal had one of these.
0: Uh, third clue.
1: When a dog is happy, they are known to wag this T-word. Uh, a, a tail. A tail is absolutely correct. Got well it. done. Good job, Big J as well. <laughs> Way to go. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with all the information that you need. You are officially qualified for the UTV. I figured the Jason Alexander one was a deep cut, and not everybody would remember yeah. that the character reveal is he has a tail in the movie but uh also yes you can spell tale t-a-l-e and it can be about a story or a yarn that you are spinning more chances to qualify for this utv coming up at 5 30 today with adam who will also play a game called utv and we'll play it around this time tomorrow to hopefully get somebody else qualified we are going to come back with a we're going to hell story big J that contains carnage just a spoiler warning okay it's a violent story not with a good ending morning after with nick and big j that's next on the x rocks with nick and big j on 100.3 the x rocks it's a we're going to sell story that does not have a happy ending big j not all of them do as we are headed to kentucky owensboro kentucky to be specific and it's that time of year, Big J. Christmas lights are starting to go up everywhere. You understand? Yeah. for about my house? not uh, about me? Right. Yeah. No, I mean, people actually do a lot of work when it goes into it. And some people go into the over-the-top lighting things. You know, there are some neighborhoods, some houses that are very famous for the amount of effort they put into... Their holiday lights, you understand? Yep. Like I mean, people come and go on tours of them and it's crazy. And there's a neighborhood in Owensboro, Kentucky, that does exactly that. They have a bunch of houses that go to extreme measures, and people come through and take tours of the neighborhood and they donate the money to charity. It's a it's a very good thing. But what a lot of people may not know is there's a lot of upkeep that goes into making sure these houses look pretty amazing particularly when it comes to, you know, you're covering your trees and stuff with lights. And so there was this family in Owensboro, Kentucky, that was hanging or had hanged their lights uh, in anticipation for this year's holiday season. And they noticed that, you know what? A couple of lights out there, Big J, weren't exactly getting the job done because the tree had grown and they need to trim it back a little bit. You understand? Yeah. So they called in an expert that has been trimming trees for 25 years. And this gentleman showed up, Big J, but that's when things got bad as uh, I can't imagine. There's a worse way to go than this as this gentleman was up in a tree, right? He was trimming some of the branches away professionally. Oh, yeah. He's done it for years What's and he's doing he got tangled up in some of the lights. There were just so many lights already in this tree that he was. I had a he got his feet stuck or something happened and big J. He fell now. He didn't just fall. He fell into the wood chipper that was on going underneath the tree that he had been using to get rid of the tree branches that he was trimming. And obviously, it was not a pretty scene when authorities showed up and basically... Proclaim the the contractor that was doing the work passed away, but uh, he apparently suffered some seriously traumatic injuries. It was a uh, it, it was one of those things where it wasn't exactly a gigantic wood chipper, so the no, amount of that, oh
0: my god the
1: amount of like sheer like chance that had to happen from you know not only being a professional at the job but then being tangled up in the lights to the point where you lose balance off your ladder and then fall into a wood chipper that is on and has been helping you do it is incredible. Like, I mean, we're talking about lottery chances here. Now it's not the kind of lottery you want to win. No. But a lot of people obviously were horrified by the scene and, you know, uh, a lot of his friends have said some very nice things about him. But I mean, that's just like, you want to talk about it was your time. Like there's nothing you can do in that situation. You know what I mean? So much had to go wrong for it to go the way that it went that it's just incredible so now this entire neighborhood is talking about maybe shutting down the actual experience this year because you know something awful happened yeah. during the making of this particular thing there is again uh, talk about maybe doing the actual display and then all of the money that's collected goes to this gentleman's family but it's an awful awful story but in case you think it's rare big j did you know that 113 people die each year from wood chipper accidents?
0: How many? Wait, 113. Now, 113. Accident or on purpose? Like, drug dealers are uh, setting examples. Well,
1: I mean, they've they've said accidental. Well, they just say chipper-related deaths. So I guess I don't know how many people are using wood chippers as a drug dealer form of getting rid
0: of things. The first thing that comes to mind, that or Fargo. Uh,
1: But yes, so a, a lot more people than you think Die every year. I mean, 113 is fairly low considering other things out there, but still, that's a lot of people to get tangled up in wood chippers In my opinion, uh,
0: that, that's yeah, a lot. That's yeah. A lot. I mean, I can't. Th- th- there might not be. I mean, there's probably a small number of deaths that could be worse than that. I agree. I agree.
1: One would hope you just go in like, and it happens fast. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be like stuck and tangled in and grinding through and conscious during it. You oh understand?
0: God! I mean, it's just ugh. Yeah, not a good way to go. That's why it makes for a great example for drug dealers. Yeah, and think Scare about it. Scare the living crap out of somebody.
1: Next time you're uh, you're hanging your Christmas lights, That could be you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story.
0: Stuff. Hey.
1: What's going on in the news today?
0: The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: As much as we like to bitch and complain about things being so expensive, it never stops us from spending money, Big J. Case in point, the last week where it was already announced that it was the biggest Black Friday on record for online retailers, and then you factor in Cyber Monday, which was earlier this week, and it turns out we gave online retailers the biggest week in online commerce history, Big J. Over 196 million people showed up at storefronts, and scoured deals in person, and then well over four times that ended up jumping online and purchasing something, courtesy of these online deals. Now, Amazon benefited most from the trend, reporting a chart-topping amount of money made as online shoppers scan screens in the names of frugality. But the popular e-mer- e-commerce site did not disclose how much money they made outright, but did say that the independent businesses. That sell their stuff on Amazon, you know, that actually use it as like a marketplace for small businesses, they themselves made over a billion dollars this year alone. Damn! And you can guarantee that Amazon made way more than that. So that's how we end up kind of spending our money. And we're doing so in ridiculous amounts of time. And again, I'm the same way. I complained about how expensive stuff was, but I was buying stuff as well. So uh, both in person and online. So it is an interesting time, and we certainly don't mind spending money. It's just harder and harder to hang on to it, I suppose. NBA stars are returning in the next week or so to the court. James Harden is going to return for the Philadelphia 76ers December 9th. He hasn't played for 12 games. Damian Lillard said to be working towards a return on December the 4th. He hasn't played for about a week and a half because of a calf injury. And then Chris Middleton, who's been out since the playoffs last year, could return to the Bucks lineup as early as tomorrow against the Los Angeles Lakers. He had wrist surgery, and now he's coming back. Aaron Judge is a free agent. He has got some decisions to make, but no matter where he ends up, he will be a very rich man. The Yankees have put a eight-year, $300 million offer on the table to him. It is expected he might reject it because the Giants and Dodgers are also going to be looking for his services and could be coming to the table with even more money. But Aaron Judge is going to sign a record-breaking contract this offseason. There's no doubt about it. Big J, Ben Affleck is right. What do you think about that? Affleck. He is uh, calling Netflix an assembly line for content and films, and that makes it hard for things to stand out. He was speaking at the New York Times uh, Summit in New York City, and he talked about how the streamer's plan was to produce 50 films a year, and he says not only is that, you know, probably bad for your bottom line, also there's no way all of these movies are going to get the attention they deserve to make them even anywhere near successful, which is some of the things that you and I have been talking about with Netflix over the last several years. It's been really difficult to find content, or once content is there, it's a matter of, almost days before we forget about it and are on to the next thing because Netflix has something yeah. else to promote. And it, he says that if you make a film, so much work goes into it that, you know, it requires attention and dedication and actual, you know, advertising to help people understand that it's there and that if we turn this into just another assembly line, then you're going to have lots of content none of it's going to be good and none of it you're going to want to come back and visit. And he said one of the best things about movies is the way they make you feel upon rewatching. And he's right. I mean, when you're down in the dumps, where do you go? Nostalgia, right? Yeah. You go to something that you know you've seen a billion times, you know is going to make you feel good. And I can't think of a single thing on Netflix, movie wise anyway, that they've put out that I've wanted to like revisit. You know what I mean? There's some content on there that I've certainly revisited, but most of it's like comedy stuff. None of it is movies that I've gone back and watched more than once that I could think of off the top of my head anyway. And so that becomes a problem, or at least a sustainability model problem when you're a content creator that nobody wants to revisit your stuff. So, but I also don't see, I believe Netflix is fully invested into believing that everybody has the attention span of a gnat, and they're probably right, but uh, I don't know how that can be a profitable Form of business. Does that make sense? Yes. I think they're probably right. Where we move on from stuff and we forget stuff the second that it happens. But I don't know how you make money when you're continuing to throw money at the problem and it's not translating into subscriptions. That's the problem. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. You're up to date on the stuff you need to know.
0: Culture Smackdown the morning after with Nick and Big (laughs) J. Yep, and next week out at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, Bill Burr is coming to town. Very funny comedian. We will get you tickets to go see that for free if you can beat me in pop culture smackdown.
1: Our phone number is 208-287-1003 if you'd like to see this show in one week. Now would be the time to get on the phone and see if you can take out Big J in a battle of pop culture supremacy. Not always easy. Today may be difficult, we'll see how Big J's feeling, but it all comes down to those on the other end. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man, what's your name? Tim. Alright, Tim, you're up first. Tim, which Sesame Street character lives in a trash can? Oh my god, Oscar? Oscar the Grouch is correct. Big J, who is the oldest living president? Former president, I should say. The oldest living former president. I'm going to say Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is right. correct. He's 98 years old. Man, way to hang in there, buddy. Tim, back to you, sir. Uh, what Saturday Night Live cast member is Scarlett Johansson married to? Is it Michael Che, Colin Jost, or Mikey Day? Uh, the second one. Colin Jost? That was the second one, Nick. I just want to make sure I'm confirming it. because uh, Tim, is it Colin Jost? Is that who you're going
0: with? Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right, That's
1: okay. Uh, Big J, who played the pirate captain, leader of the Buccaneers on Sesame Street? Was it Stephen Colbert, Tina Fey, or Jack Black? I I mean, I... Pirate (laughs) captain, leader of the Buccaneers.
0: I don't know. I'm going to go with Jack Black. Jack Black is... He's got a pirate face. Incorrect.
1: It's not Jack Black.
0: It's Colbert, isn't it?
1: Uh, it is not <laughs> Stephen wrong. Colbert. It's Tina Fey, isn't it? It's Tina right. Fey, yes. <laughs> By process of elimination, it is the I a don't fact. picture her a pirate Tina at all. Tina Fey. That seems sexist to me. Congratulations. You have got tickets to go check out Bill Burr happening on Thursday of next week at the Ford Idaho Center Arena. Enjoy that, Tim. And we will come back with some headlines. That's on the way here on the x Rocks. <laughs> Daily update of really stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Doctor, doctor. That's not allowed and about time. Doctor, doctor and doctor. Medical staff working at a Turkish state hospital grew skeptical of a fellow doctor who couldn't answer basic medical questions. (laughs) (laughs) And then started to become shifty when they asked about their medical training. After too many wrong answers, colleagues reported the doctor who had been working in pediatrics for over a year. The doctor was then arrested. Well, I'm putting doctor in quotation marks because this woman was not a doctor, but she was arrested after investigators found absolutely zero evidence of any formal medical training, only fake diplomas, university credentials, and doctor identification cards. Authorities reported the highest level of education that the woman earned was a high school diploma. The suspect admitted to failing the university entrance exam after high school and forging documents to make her family proud. And somehow she turned this into a gig for a year. That's the amazing thing. Like, how does that happen? How do you pretend to be a doctor for a year and have like a practice and see patients and like actually advise people on things? or i mean let's say even you get the grift like you you, that somehow happens and you get that job wouldn't you at least at some point then start to somewhat take it seriously and go hey i should probably learn a little bit about what i'm doing yeah just so that i don't i don't know kill somebody you have a conscious yeah especially Especially
0: pediatrics yes yes yeah i mean the kids yeah like you just gotta be delusional
1: oh 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 i shudder to think that's not allowed or about time that's not allowed. A woman who tried to fling open a plane door mid-flight when traveling from Houston, Texas, to Columbus, Ohio, tried to blame Jesus for unruly behavior. Mm-hmm. 37,000 feet in the air. Do you believe that, Big J? She just wanted her to open up the door mid-flight? I I
0: believe she thinks that.
1: (laughs) That's not good either, though. The Southwest flight crew had to make an emergency landing in Little Rock, Arkansas to escort the woman off the plane after she was shoving flight attendants that was trying to get her to get away from the door and then started biting other passengers. That's never good. The 34-year-old now faces charges of assault and interference with flight crew members and, of course... Uh, a lot of times, Big J, when you get up in a plane, you put your flight in Jesus's hands, but not in that way. You don't want him to open up a door mid-flight. Like, no. no offense to Jesus, but if that's his plan, I don't like. It. I'm not a fan. But I don't think Jesus's plan does have a plan to open up a door I, mid-flight. I don't, he? I
0: don't think so either.
1: But I don't listen. I don't want to pretend that I talk to him. Maybe he does. I don't know much about the guy. But uh, it seems like it's a fairly weird thing to. Uh, you mean I can do it for
0: you. He doesn't. Good. Okay. okay.
1: You're sure? Yes. Wrap it up with bout time. When's the last time you did a secret Santa, Big J?
0: I mean, it's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't been in I haven't had that we don't do that around here. No, have have you
1: ever? Like it wasn't a thing when I got yes. here. You yes. used to do it? Yes. Uh what do you remember anything you got from Secret Santa? No. That's the uh that's the thing that kind of is is a pain.
0: Unfortunately, was not Secret Santa it was like uh bill gates or something you know
1: no i'm sure it was somebody that had to also be employed here right yeah uh the secret santa exchange of course is a staple of the holiday season usually in workforce type environments but now that they've done a little bit research it turns out most people hate it big j a survey found that 79 percent of people say they absolutely hate secret santa because listen number one they never like what they get usually number two they don't know what the hell to get the person that they draw anyway and 87% admit that they have re-gifted items they've gotten from other Secret Santa exchanges in their particular Secret Santa. So it seems to be a fool's errand to be doing this, and maybe it just goes away. Yeah, for shot, yeah. The only thing that I hate l- more than Secret Santa is the uh, the game where you like pick a number and you unwrap a present, and then everybody gets to like decide if they want to steal your present or pick something else. Yeah. That, that's a game where only one person leaves happy. It's awful. It's an awful game.
0: We, we used to play that when we had holiday parties.
1: Remember? It's terrible. Yes, and that's where I was like, listen, I don't even drink coffee. I know I'm going home with a coffee mug because somebody's <coughs> going to take the good thing that, they, that I have that they like, and I'm going to walk away with something I'm never going to use, and only one person's going to use, which was the best present that was picked out that day. So we can get rid of all of that stuff if you want to. There's no reason to force the shot holiday-wise at workplaces. Agree or disagree, Big? Agreed. Get them if you want them. Which reminds me, Big G, I got you a Christmas present this year in case you're curious. It's a red hot chili Peppers sold to squeeze. Here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we are going to squeeze every drop of content we can off of the Spotify rap that just came out. Uh, it's been dropping all over your social medias over the last couple of weeks, and we got some pretty nice news according to the at least Morning After podcast, correct, Big J?
0: Yeah, uh, of course, uh, you know, part of that, we uh, push our... Uh our uh, podcast morning after podcast, which you do after the show here uh, to Spotify amongst all the other uh, different uh, platforms as well. But it's nice to get some stats back and see exactly (laughs) what's going on. And this is the crazy thing to me about this. Uh, We created 10,004 minutes of new content.
1: It's a lot. It's a lot. It puts us in like the 99th percentile of podcasts on Spotify as far as content duration, which is pretty, uh, well, I mean, I guess it makes sense when you're podcasting a four hour show every single day. Yeah.
0: But still. Yeah, well, once you break it down, though, it's not four hours. It's no. about, at about 50 minutes or so. Um, that's the, kind of the benefits you get if you're uh, going to tune in and listen to some of the segments here uh, during the morning uh, after uh, maybe you didn't get to hear the show. That's kind of the whole point of this. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, 22 countries we've uh, had people listening to the podcast in. Um, Australia, Finland, United Kingdom, and Brazil, couple of a top there. I wonder if that Australia number is, Mike, uh, I haven't asked my family, where they listened to the podcast when they were on vacation there.
1: Well, I hope it would be a little bit more of a dent if it came in in number two countries overall, than just a week's worth of time with your family. Yeah, I don't want to get into the weeds on that, because I don't <laughs> know
0: what exactly that means. But, uh, you know, the listener personality they put in here is the devotee. So when you guys uh, love it, you love it right away. It's uh, usually, I mean, you know, if, if we don't have the podcast, podcast out by a certain time I mean we'll start to get messages and go yeah. hey what's going on and it's not from just one person it's <laughs> several people I'm like settle down everybody well it'll be it'll happen it'll get there
1: But it is nice to get that kind of information and feedback and nice to see that the uh, amount of listens are up 151% as well. So it's good to see that growth year over year. You know, we started this podcast uh, several years ago, finally got it up on all the podcast kind of like gatekeepers, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2020. But to see the podcast grow and to to look at how many listens that we have on this thing and see how many people are actually engaged in it, uh, just on Spotify alone, by the way, is impressive, but it is pretty much anywhere else you can find it it's on uh you know stitcher it's on apple podcast it's available at a, the podcast web-based browser of your choice like i said i'm a pod bay fan so that's where i access it if i ever want to access it but it is available at all those places so if you have missed any part of the show or you want to hear any part back of it we uh, recommend that you like and subscribe no matter where you listen to it we just appreciate that you are listening to it and now, Big J, we've got to move that kind of success into morning after the movies podcast. How do we do that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, that's uh, it's a little bit tougher because you don't get that kind of day to day content um, because it's just, you know, we can only do so much. But also, there was a,
1: it, it hit a pretty healthy lull as well with movies sure. kind of coming well, out.
0: It, I mean, the pandemic really shot us in the foot, so to speak. And then uh, just trying to get up and get going again. In fact, tonight, we're going to go see Violet Night. It's and true. Guess what? We have a special guest coming we with us. We do my wife oh my god really she saw that i showed her the trailer and she thought oh this looks like really like a lot of fun she loves hopper Uh from um stranger things so david harbour and uh she was like i'm like well you want to come she has a day off today and she rarely goes to movies so uh this will be fun you have said multiple
1: times your wife hates movies so uh it will be interesting to see how this goes all right well, see, there's a reason to tune into the podcast. Get all the breakdowns. Yeah, and
0: then I said, hey, you're going to do the podcast with us? And she said, no. Oh, and she I go, yes, you are. So. Oh, that should be. Maybe I we'll know. see you guys get into an argument and yeah. a movie theater. That'd oh, be fun. Oh, man. That would be fantastic. Really awkward for me.
1: Morning after with and Ian. Nick and Big J. 100%. Well, Ian would probably involve himself Take sides. in the argument. Uh, how about we do some bad impressions? That's happening next on the X Rocks.
0: <laughs> on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. They're the most, they're not just Subaru, they're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And we have tickets to the Mountain West Championship game, baby! (gasps) The Boise State Broncos taking on the fresno state bulldogs uh, for supremacy of the mountain west conference and uh it's all going down at albertson stadium on saturday early kickoff two o'clock i think nick mm-hmm. and uh it's going to be awesome we'll get you these tickets you just need to figure out bad impressions here this morning
1: you'll be cheering them on in person if you win 208 287 1003 is our number you got to play bad impressions and be victorious at it in order to claim the prize though which works like this big jay's got three clues they all point to somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and look at you, man. Football ended up on Saturday like a real human being. Hello, the X. Hello? Hello? Oh. All right, well, try again. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Aaron.
0: All right, Aaron, you're up first. Good luck. Mine is the one that says bad mother bleeper. Samuel Jackson.
1: Yeah! Oh, one and done is all you need, Aaron. Congratulations. Yes. You're going to the Mountain West Championship. Hang on one second. Dude, we'll hook you up over
0: Clues 2 and 3 for fun. Uh, get these mother bleeping snakes off this mother bleeping plane. And, uh, hey, I, I'm Nick Fury, literally. And why is Samuel Jackson in the news? Uh, Samuel Jackson is in the news because uh, he's defending, uh, well, uh, Marvel and, and the whole existence and actors in general against his buddy, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, everybody's got would. a hot
1: take on the Marvel Universe. And, you
0: know, it's so fun, interesting because uh, uh, Quentin was a guest on um, the Two Bears in One Cave podcast with Tom Segura. And Tom was really trying to get him to talk about new movies, but but Quentin wasn't having much of it. But somehow he wrapped him into this conversation. And uh, Tarantino uh, started talking about, you know, how, um, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe hasn't created uh, movie stars as much as characters, people who are playing them. And uh, Samuel Jackson uh, took, uh, took umbrellas with that and said okay well it takes an actor to be those particular characters uh he was talking about this on the view and he uh he also said in the sign of a movie stardom has always been what asses in seats and what are we talking about so it's not a big controversy for me to know that Well, apparently these actors are movie stars you know chad bozeman is black panther you can't refute that and he's a movie star sure I agree. So, and listen, people didn't know
1: who Chris Hemsworth was before he was cast as Thor, and look at how that turned out.
0: Yeah, and he can, you know what? And he can carry a movie now on his own, and has, and probably will continue to do so. And same with Chris Evans. And I mean, a lot of people say one of his best performances ever was in Knives Out. So, I mean, you you see how they build up their their prestige with these, and yeah, they are characters, but you know they got to do something within that. It takes that, and I I mean, it's just it's just crazy to me that they want to create some sort of you know, um, I guess a narrative about yeah. how it's not the same. It's just because that's what everybody wants to see now and the other movies just aren't getting it done at the box office.
1: I think they're upset a little bit because it's a different way of filmmaking. Listen, uh, here's the truth, and and anybody who's worked with Marvel knows that. If you get hired as a director for a Marvel film, you're not really directing it. You understand? Like, there are beats and notes and things creatively that you are demanded to by Kevin Fahey to put in these Marvel movies because you have to take it. They're all building a bridge to the next one. And so when people that are creative and usually write their own stories stuff know that they have to follow orders like that it's not something that they feel is like true cinema and art making and while I respect their opinion on that topic it doesn't make them any less cinematic nor does it make the people in them any less movie stars than the, movies that the people that are in their movies it's just a, a different way and a lot of directors get frustrated by that and that's why they move on from
0: the Marvel well, Cinematic Universe there's a lot of ego sitting in that chair also so. true, also true
1: and, and it's one of those things where like nobody's going to tell me how to make my movies, that's fine but some people don't have that kind of you know gravitas in order to pull that kind of stuff off And so uh, they get upset at it or see it as a different way or a less than way than they do things. And that's fine. But I don't think you can dispute the fact that Marvel is full of movie stars. Now, plenty of them were movie stars before they got in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but some weren't. Chris Pratt was just on a TV show before he got Guardians of the Galaxy. Now he's able to carry movies and TV shows. And these are things that are facts that are that are because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So uh, but then again, Big J, you and I are fans. So take that what you will. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next in the (laughs) X-Rocks. That's the latest in Tooth. It is called Riptide, and that's wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. One more point of business. Congratulations to Jeff, Big J. He was yesterday's official qualifier for the Metallica trip. He texted in the code words correctly. We drew his name this morning. He's got tickets guaranteed to Five Finger Death Punch on the 15th at the Ford Idaho Center, and then he's officially qualified for the grand prize drawing, which is that trip for two to Metallica in Seattle for a three-day night trip to go check them out double time over so congratulations to jeff keep listening today for additional code words to text in and get yourself qualified with those five finger death punch tickets and get your name pulled hopefully it'll be you we already gave away a code word today but more code words coming at noon three and six today as we try to give away a trip to go check out metallica in seattle big J, that leaves
0: you with the floor sir yeah man i hope that tonight when we go see violent night uh and uh, do our uh podcast nick that uh One of the trailers is for Cocaine Bear.
1: I watched the Cocaine Bear
0: trailer yesterday. Uh, Yeah, I want to see it on the big screen, though, and uh, it looks like, I mean, it just looks like fun, man.
1: Of course, it's going to be absolutely fantastic and hilarious and goofy and (laughs) awesome. And I can't believe, like, when I saw it, I was like, this is a universal (laughs) movie. Like, it's a huge movie studio putting it out. I thought it would be like some sort of goofy, like independent film. But no, there are actually people you recognize in the movie. I mean, Ice Cube's
0: kid starring in it. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, you should probably know him as more than Ice Cube's kid. Oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., there I'm sorry. There My apologies. Morning After with Nick and Jeez. Big J. That's the show. We will tune in tomorrow and hang out with you again. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <coughs> the Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.